Hello, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Tableverse Podcast. My name is Justin, and I will be your Star-Lord for this exciting, original Starfinder campaign. Playing with me at the table today, we have... Hi, my name is Allie, and I'll be playing Quib, you soggy operative. Hi, I'm Connor, and I'll be playing Paul, the Lashenta Envoy. Hey, it's your boy, Quinn. <laughs> I'm playing Kobak, the Vest Mystic. I do not have a follow-up for that. I wish I did. <laughs> I'm JD. Uh, I play Captain Eustace Crown of the Marquis Salarian. And once again, joining us at the table, we have a very special guest star. Guest star, introduce yourself. Hey, I'm Elaine, and I will be playing Lila, the Android Operative. Before we start today's episode, I just want to say a big thank you to Hex and Co. for hosting us. Yes. <laughs> the namesake of Hexton University. <laughs> We've been here for uh, a handful of episodes now, and they are just the nicest people to let us record our podcast here. Uh, if you're hearing any background noise, any people talking, that's people enjoying playing board games at Hex & Co. And if you're in New York, you should totally come and play at Hex & Co. Mm-hmm. as well. And then you could maybe be in the background of an episode <laughs> <laughs> of the Tableverse podcast. One day you, too, can be a can background a noise. Out, a shout out to my mama. <laughs> you, too, could be a person that we politely asked to move farther away from us. <laughs> <laughs> Quinn, would you like to shout out to your mother? Is she listening to the podcast? Um, Yeah, I do think she's listening. This is a shout out to Janice, my mama, the woman who bore me. That's the most important thing she's done. That's beautiful. Yay. Anyone else want to uh, shout out anybody while we're here? I'll give a shout out to my brother who listens. What's up, Brennan? Hey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> I have two shout outs. Uh-oh. One to my brother, Ooh. Nathan, who is listening. Also to his friend, Griffin, okay. who is listening and has said great things about the podcast. Thank you, Griffin. This is to you. I've never met you in person, but here I am in your ears, and thank you. And also to my good friend, Zach, back in South Carolina, who made us those wonderful miniatures. That They're so good. So, so cool. Everyone can see those, uh, the video Mine's of you guys getting those. It's on my Aww. shelf. Nice. A shelf and a desk are great places for those things. Allie, Connor, Elaine, any shout-outs? I want to shout-out Elaine. Elaine, Elaine, this is a shout out from Connor Gallagher. Will you accept the charges and the consequences? Um, I will, and I'd like to shout out Connor back, Roomy Love. They are shacking up (laughs) in separate rooms. (laughs) Plot twist. Well, you've both effectively wasted your shout outs. Uh, Allie, would you uh, would you like to shout anybody out? Uh, yes, I will shout out my former roommate to keep on the roommate love, Nikki. It's also partially a test to see if she's listening. <laughs> and Not that sort of friendship. Also, a person I've never met in real life, but my Her boyfriend. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not listening. Um, oh, great boyfriend. He's well, the nice. last time he told me, he was like, oh, I'm, I'm behind on episodes. So he's not dedicated. Um, <laughs> it's fine. If he had a podcast, I probably wouldn't listen either. Um, I hear enough of his voice. Okay. But yeah. my shout out is to um, my social media friend, Billy, uh, my Redskins my Redskins friend, who is also uh, has become a fan of the podcast. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Nice. That was a great round of shout-outs. Oh, so that was good. That was Impromptu. Nice. Now, uh, JD, can you start the recording, please? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Okay. Sick Son burn. of a bitch. Sick burn. Last time on the Tableverse podcast, it was a, um, I don't want to say a down episode, but it was a, uh, it was a calmer episode. It's a low-key episode. It was a low-key episode, much calmer than the one that preceded it. We saw Quib and Kobach visit fuzzy holes where Quib reconnected with an old contact called Gary. He traded her a special assault rifle that had the anchoring fusion in it. In exchange, she will go and fetch him an android brain. Now, will it be Leela's brain? Who knows? Maybe we'll find out today. We saw Kriana go back to the Terrapin, get a little bit of R&R, and he was studying the book that Kobak gave him after they left Hexton because Kriana had expressed interest in the possibility of learning some magic in the future. 
We followed Paul and Leela to the straight shooter where Paul saw a demonstration of the special custom grenade that Xion had made for him, and it created an anti-magic field that... That he could not afford. <laughs> that he could not afford. But it was very effective at canceling the magic effects of Paul's brand new magic knife. Yeah. At the end of the episode, we saw Paul kick down the door to the Luca's apartment, and he threatened them. We're going b right back into that scene. You've just kicked down the door. Luca said, oh, man, he, he's back for his duel. You still have a debt to be paid. W what are you talking about? Yeah, let's. I'll fight you, but don't destroy our apartment. No, just you. I just want to destroy you. Well, then bring it on. And he runs up to you, and he, and he swings at you. And it's a four. <laughs> good job. It's against my armor, right? I should look at my sheets. <laughs> Jesus. He trips over the door that you kicked in and falls flat on his face. Aren't ah! you like practically dead, though? No, I, my stamina's back. Okay. All right, Luca, um, stand up, and then you and I will... We could either do this here in front of Granny or on the roof, or I can just sort of murder you. Luca gets up to his feet, his nose is bleeding, and he says, I guess... We'll go up to the roof. Granny, stay here. I've got to go beat up this Lashanta. Oh, Granny, unless you want to come and watch. Mm, I, you hurt my little Luca. Oh, not, not yet. I'm going to run over your legs, so you'll need a wheelchair. Madame, this is a question of honor, and your grandson must answer it. I'll run you over, too. You've already lost your legs once, it looks like. This is how I was built. Um, please do not assume things. It's quite ignorant, Granny. All right. Um, Jean-Paul, I can't help but notice your voice has changed. Yeah. <laughs> you noticed that, didn't you? <laughs> I'm glad everyone else is noticing it. All of a sudden, he sounds like Satan. <laughs> no, that's just Connor's voice, Quinn. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, it, yes, thing, things change. Winds blow. I heard that water sometimes moves. Perhaps we shall adjourn to the roof then, Monsieur Luca. Yeah, let's go up to the roof. Cut to. Cut to the roof of the apartment building. Back to back, gentlemen. Prepare your weapons. All I have is this arm. Prepare it. <laughs> <laughs> You're not here. You're not here. <laughs> that was funny, though. Please keep that um, prepared. I assume there are weapons inside We don't have any weapons in our apartment. Luca, no. Sorry. You have your arm. All right, then. I guess I'll just have to beg your forgiveness and then... Ah! And he, like, swings at you again. He's trying to surprise you. And that is a 17. Great. So that will hit. So he surprises you. He hits you with his uh, robot arm and he does three points of damage. Huh? How about that? Yeah, you didn't see that coming. No, it's... Quite enough, thank you. Uh, so Paul's going to draw his knife in one hand, the survival knife, and then the tactical semi-auto pistol on the other. Okay. And he's going to fire with the semi-auto pistol. It's uh, 14. 14 is going to hit. Woo! So you fire, and it, and it hits him in the gut. How much damage is he going to take? Six. Oh, seven. His gut starts to bleed a little bit. Oh, you shot me. That hurts. It, it hurts to try to be blown up. And you see that he uh, he has to go down on one knee. He can't stand up anymore. He's holding his side where he just got shot. What would you like to do? I, I, Paul has to kill him. <laughs> I don't feel good about it, but we made a vow. <laughs> and he deserves it. God, does he? Redemption. He looks up at you and he says, Just do it. Luca, do you understand why? I don't understand why you sound different, but I understand that we made a deal and that if I want to be remembered as a man, then... No, no, n none of this, like, the trappings of masculinity. No, d you lied and you tried to blow up my whole crew. When did I lie? When you said that you would be on our side and all of that, and then we found you in the cockpit, and then everybody else was like, oh, I'll protect him, and that was, what? And I said I was sorry. You locked me in a room for ten days. No, that was Kriana, who this, just this morning, would you believe, punched me in the face. I, you just shot me, so I don't, I'm, I'm not going to have any sympathy for you. Well, dear, there's not a lot of empathy in this group. May I suggest, Jean-Paul, 
Now that he has been shot, perhaps his debt to you has been paid, and you may claim the life debt and be on about your way. Yeah, I like what she said. Okay, no one is asking you. Okay. Oh, you may kill him. Okay, I don't like her anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Immediately did a 180 on, on my opinion. She's got great gears, just back and forth. I don't like traitors. <laughs> it's infectious, isn't it? Wait, why is your voice changing? <laughs> um, it is part of my Android programming, but I acquire new accents very quickly. <laughs> uh, I can't. I'm too good of a person. No. <laughs> Are you or... What would Paul do? That's what I'm really trying to think. Um, this is really interesting, actually. He's a bit mad at this point, so I think, yeah, he would have to... Do it. Go for it. He's, uh, he's on his knees. He's not fighting back at this point. That's very sad that you're making him do it like He's that. at your mercy. All right, Luca, any last words? Thank you for keeping your word. And then uh, Paul just sort of says to himself, aim for the heart. And he shoots him right in the heart. As he's dying, I want Paul to just sort of listen in on his brain and hear it like winking off. All right, do so you cast Savage. detect thoughts? Yeah, God. I'll use the, I'll use my once a day detect thoughts for this. Jesus Christ! You detect thoughts, and you can see um, a bright summer's day. He is a small five-year-old boy, and his granny is not in her wheelchair, and she is pushing him on the swings in the park, and. It seems as though they're both very happy. All of a sudden, the sun turns black. Darkness falls on the park and the surrounding area, and the entire image fades to black. Luca is dead. I went to a park once. Anyway, Leela, you want to get out of here? Um, yes, perhaps now might be an opportune time to visit Ranska. Yes, great. Let's just stop by Granny Luca. I want to give her some money for a burial. I think that is most honorable. Oh, great. So they clomp downstairs. Clomp, Cut clomp, to. Clomp, 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 clomp. <laughs> Where's Luca? Who? My grandson. Madame, you may rest assured that he died a most honorable death. He and that his, his death has been repaid. There, there, now. Granny, I understand you need to mourn, but that noise is just insane. Uh, how much does a funeral go around these parts? All right, I'm just going to leave a tenor on your dresser. <laughs> <laughs> and we shall be on our way. Take care, madame. <laughs> Let me just sort of back away slowly. <laughs> Like, you try to put the plywood door back up. <laughs> my strength check was so low, I can't <laughs> As you walk down the hallway, you can hear the... She's still oh, crying man. in the distance. <laughs> and thus ended the saga of Little wow. Luca. Lasted far longer. If anybody had him in, like, a... Like a March Madness tree. <laughs> Whoever had him. The NPCs. <laughs> right. NPC Madness. Yeah. I don't even know where to cut to after that. Cut to... Kriana on the Terrapin. Somewhere in his heart, he feels that Luca has been slain. I- ironically, Kriana puts back in his comm unit that he had Luca wear, and he calls Paul. Do-do-do. Paul. Howdy. I want to apologize. Oh, for what? For hitting you. Hitting me. Earlier. That's why my jaw hurts. Oh, yes. Okay, yep, it's flooding back. Yeah. It must have been the trauma of getting hit. Yeah, it'll do it. I, uh, I wasn't in my right mind. Yeah, that was completely out of line. 
Yeah. I'm sorry. Sorry that I did that. Thank you. I, I, I appreciate you saying something. And while I'm still not going to wear armor, I, I know that it was because you cared. It's just that that can never happen again. Yeah. Yeah, I understand that. Do you? I think I do. What part is confusing? Oh, Leela says hi. Yes. <laughs> Nailed it. She gets hit. How you doing, Layla? Um, I'm quite well, monsieur. And you? Better now. Oh, just just like that feels better. Well, not fully, but... You understand that you can never hit me like that again. Yeah. Yeah. No, I understand. We have to have a talk about you wearing armor, though, at some point. Because the last thing I want is for one of my crew to die... Perhaps you shouldn't strike them. It was an intense way to get there. It's completely unacceptable. I never said it was acceptable. As long as we understand each other. And I'm glad that I, I know you more fully. Yeah. More than probably most. Anyway, we're going shopping. All right. You guys have fun shopping. Yeah, uh, where are you guys heading? We are going to a ramen shop. The shop of ramen. Like the noodle? Correct. <gasps> that actually sounds really good. That sounds great. Yeah, just uh, send me the directions and I'll meet you there. Uh, are you saying I I? <laughs> I do believe that is it. <laughs> That's very good. All right, I'll see you, see you all there. Uh, I do. <laughs> do something. Cut to... Kobach and Quib are exiting the neighborhood of Golgi. Quib is admiring her new assault rifle that she just got from Gary. Yeah, Gary special. Uh, uh, I want to test it out so bad. I want to test it out so bad. I uh, I couldn't help but notice that you have a certain a certain connection with that Gary person. Uh, I feel I should probably uh, maybe apologize. Oh, okay. I'd Hold on, let me record this for posterity. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have to understand that I don't have an understanding of how most people communicate how they feel. And I, uh, growing up, I was always too sensitive in my family. And outside of my family, I'm way too abrasive, maybe? Yeah, that's a word. That is a word. So I'm kind of caught in between. I did not mean to upset you, but I don't really know how to connect with others very well outside of my own. And I apologize if I was insensitive to your feelings regarding that tacky pen that you were writing. Okay. Uh, so close. I'm going to disregard the last part. I recognize that was really difficult for you to say that, and uh, I appreciate it, I think. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't, like, thank you. And perhaps one day you will regale me with the story of it, but I will leave that to you to decide. Yeah, I'd, we can maybe talk about it, like, at the ship or something. I don't really want to get into it, like, here on the street, so. But it's, yeah, it's like a... It's a, it's a whole thing. I understand. Like growing up, I, I had a lot. When, when I was a child, I had a, a pet, a, a wallopet. And uh, it was a very dear pet of mine. And my father saw it as weakness because I had affection for it. Mm. And he locked us in a cave without any food or water until we both were so starved that we had to fight each other to survive. Oh, fuck. Wait, did you kill your brother? No, it was a pet. Oh, pet. Oh, you're the fuck the pet. Sorry. It's just... Wow. I don't have a lot of experience yeah. when all of my emotion has always been punished. Mm. So I just hope that you can understand. 
that explains a lot. Thank you for sharing that with me. Um, I'm not going to speak for everyone else, but, like, I look at you and I just see, like, or I had always just seen this, like, silver spoon, you know, had everything he ever wanted handed to him, you know, never had to want for anything, and uh, definitely have had a lot of resentment towards you for that, but I guess it wasn't quite as easy as all that, so. I assure you it wasn't a silver spoon, it was more a dagger. But it's still silver, though. Oh, yes, it was definitely silver. <laughs> I guess we should return to the ship. Yeah, let's go back to the ship. I want to show Kriana my new gun. <laughs> yes, it's really something. What are you going to do about delivering the brain? I will figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know, but I'm moving forward in my life. <laughs> I made some promises. <laughs> Listen, they got a whole month. We've, we haven't even been a crew for a whole month. Yeah. Oh, my God. Androids abound, you know? I must admit, I'm not very fond of that android. I don't trust her. Maybe you would trust her brain a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Quip. Quip that is so morbid. <laughs> you tickle me. <laughs> Kriata, as you exit the Terrapin, you're locking it up, uh, you hear laughter coming from Kobak and Quib as they're approaching the Terrapin. And he does not recognize the sound. <laughs> I've heard Kobak laugh before. It's true. You're making Once. fun of Paul. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> Toilet. Uh, oh, guys, how you doing? No, we are well. Better than ever. Got, a, got what you I needed? I got a new toy. Really? Mind showing me? Not at all. Wait, Kobak, stand back. <laughs> yes, no problem. <laughs> There's got to be something she could shoot at around here. In the loading dock? Yeah. <laughs> Man, How about that know, monkey? Like, like some, of the, some of the garbage. <laughs> Please don't shoot, Liza. Quib, you know, uses her super sensitive ears, and she hears, like, a little scurrying of, like, a little rodent-like creature that's, like, digging around in the trash. And so she takes aim with her new Gary Special Assault Rifle and fires at it. Give me, a, give me an attack roll. Oh, my God. And that's how Quib died. I was going to be like, Kobok summons a creature. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, oh. There, yep. No one's hiding. Yep, that's what it was. Nope, that's what it was. I saw what it oh, was. Oh, damn it. All right. <laughs> no, I was saying it's a five. Now so we a... agree it's a five. No, it was a one. <gasps> All right. Well, that was anticlimactic. Nope. <laughs> Roll me a d4. Oof. This is a critical fail. Try again. And now roll me the d8. Oh, God. <laughs> nice. Uh, and I believe you get a plus three to that. For why? Your weapon proficiency. Your weapon proficiency. Weapon specialization. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So then... Yeah, it's plus three. All right. So Quib takes out her brand new Gary Special assault rifle, aims for this rat that's running across the dock floor, and then proceeds to shoot herself in the foot for eight damage. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh. Perhaps you should have got a. And now I'm immobilized. Manual. Also. No, you're not immobilized. I'm not. No, no, no. It's well, only on a, I does? think it's only on a critical. Only on a critical hit. <laughs> she shot herself in the oh. foot. But I mean, to be fair, she did get a critical miss. <laughs> That's true. No, you're not immobilized. So she but you never did shoot yourself in the foot. <laughs> oh, I bet that hurts. According to plan, Kriana just like he's just like <laughs> wincing as he sees it, and then he like kind of bends down and like tries to stop the bleeding. On and Quib doesn't wear shoes; she's bleeding on the on the floor of the dock now. And she's mostly feet. He's just holding <laughs> holding her foot like tight, just being like, "We're gonna, you know, you know, it's a new it's a new weapon. Plug the hole. That's, all right, yeah, uh, I I." I'm going to do a medicine check. You can do medicine? Please. Do you have a medical kit? Why didn't you heal yourself? I don't have a medical kit. Then you cannot do a medicine check. But, but I can, like, stop the bleeding. Maybe I can do something. You can try. Go for it. Give me a medicine roll. <laughs> oh. I got a nine. Nine. So you try to stop the bleeding. You are unsuccessful. <laughs> Kobak, mm-hmm. what do you have? Kobak. I could do heal and touch, I guess. Has it been a day? Has it been a day? No, you just expended your 15 to heal Kriana. Oh, too bad. It's <laughs> <laughs> just from stamina, right? Mm, that hurts. A dock attendant runs over. He goes, what? What's going on over here? We, I heard a gunshot. Oh, my God, your foot. He's like, come on, come over here. We'll, we'll, we'll patch you up, no problem. Oh, my God, thank God, thank God, thank God. Somebody is of use. <laughs> 
they patch you up, no problem. One hour later. I was gonna get some ramen <laughs> with the others. I don't, I, th- I feel like they're probably already done at this point though. Maybe you can um, call them and ask them to bring some back to the ship. And also I would like some, I feel like I lost a lot of blood. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do to do? Hi, uh, listen, we've got uh, a bit of an emergency that we're it's tell, fine. Everything's fine. We're all fine here. Tell the toilet in the trash can she shot herself. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's, it's, it's fine. Everyone's fine. We're going to have to miss the ramen. I'm sure you guys have already uh, had your ramen. If you could do me a favor and maybe pick up a few uh, healing packs. <laughs> <laughs> a new foot, and uh-huh. I'll and I'll uh, I'll pay you back. Listen, just ignore him. He's having a whole thing. That's that. You know what? That's fair. That's fair. You probably should. Au revoir. What are they doing anyway? I'd no, I got healed. He healed me. They're, they're getting some food. What do we know about this android? I don't know. He healed me. Listen, what? The doc Oh, attended. he healed you. That's good. That's nice. And you can barely notice the limp. Listen, <laughs> <laughs> Listen fella. I'm just finding you such a proud face. You mind uh, patching me up, too? I've, I've got a bit of a... Did you shoot yourself in the foot, too? What no, are you guys no. doing over here? Some weird game? It's, it's, We're practicing. It's an earlier injury. I haven't had a chance to go... Get it checked out. Okay, but y'all gotta admit that gun is cool as fuck, though, right? It was cool. It's a very cool gun. Very cool gun. <laughs> um, another another doc attendant said, "What? Did you hurt your face? You look like shit." And then they both start laughing. <laughs> oh. Yeah. No. Exactly. That's, yeah. That is a sick burn. I I, I got gotten a bit of a <laughs> quib. Just like high five. They high five you. Quib yeah. Quib cannot get up, so Quib is like still kind of laying down with her foot up, but she just holds her hand out and like just waits. And then eventually the dock attendant comes over and high fives her. Yeah, it's it, I got in a bit of a scuffle earlier. What do you need patched up? Just 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 a bit. I don't. I, I just need. <laughs> in general, seven hit points. Back. They're able to patch you up for two hit points. Two. Okay. They're well, not. They're not medical know. experts. Yeah, <laughs> How many did I get? You got two back as well, and your bleeding has stopped. Let's let's head back to the ship. Corona uh, will pick up a uh, quib. And just carry her back to the ship. Kobak, Kriana, <laughs> with Quib in his arms, head back <laughs> to the Terrapin. It's kind of funny. It's, it's kind of funny. funny. <laughs> I mean, I'm laughing, so. Oh, you two make me laugh. You make me laugh. <laughs> Cut two. Lily, you were at the shop? Yes, uh, this is it. We must enter and speak to someone about finding Raska. All right. Do you, do you mind taking the lead on this one? Just because. Oh, I assumed I would. Oh, great. I excuse me. Yes. <laughs> Let us go in. Bonjour. No, that's not necessary. Is that not good? Um, perhaps you should leave the extra accents to me. Is that all right? <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I don't know what's going on now. I didn't. What? Yeah, I'm. Um, oh, mm, accent roulette. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's been. My name is Eustace Kriana. <laughs> no, it's not even good. I need to work. Anyways, uh, yes, please, go ahead. The area she's led you to is not too far away from the free markets. It looks like a food court area. There's a, there's a ton of restaurants and eateries. This one, on the outside, it looks like a traditional Chinese ramen house with hanging lanterns and a wooden sliding door. Next to the door, you can see an older video monitor that is uh, cycling through a display of different menu items. As Leela opens the door to the ramen house, you're hit by this very uncomfortable heat coming from inside. As you start to walk inside, you see that the interior walls are metal, and there are long tables on either side of the restaurant. Um, There's a large variety of aliens sitting at the tables and eating ramen from these big bowls in front of them. Um, Even though most of them are sweating, they don't seem to be bothered by the heat. Uh, There are a few small lizard akeshti sharing a bowl. Um, You can see this big noir. uh, This is big minotaur alien is sitting against a wall and slurping his robin up like... As Leela leads you towards uh, the counter at the back wall, uh, the air is getting even warmer. And Paul, you can feel this, this film of sweat 
start to form on your skin. Lila, you're an android, so you're fine. Mm-hmm. Before you get to that back counter, there's a TV hanging on the wall, Paul, and you can see on the staticky screen, you can see a Sheeran is interviewing a familiar-looking orange vesk wearing blue steward armor. And the reporter says, I'm here with Sergeant Marcus Harrison of the stewards. We met him a long time ago, Elaine. Mm-hmm. He's an old friend. Oh, right. Sorry. And he says, Sorry, it's, it's Lieutenant now. Good for him. Yes, uh, you, <laughs> you've just been promoted due to your heroism today. That's right. It was a big win for us today. We've been staking out the casino for a while now, and just today we found a crucial piece of evidence that allowed us to finally take action and apprehend some key members of the Swiss Army gang. Uh, Lieutenant Harrison, do you believe you're close to ridding Little Hecaton of this criminal force for good? If our good luck keeps up, I think we should see an end to the Swiss Army gang very soon. Uh, thank you, Lieutenant. Uh, I don't want to take up any more of your time. That's the scene here where the stewards have scored another victory against the Swiss Army gang. Coming up later in the hour, an odd string of kidnapping startles residents of the Golgi neighborhood. And then, uh, as the reporter keeps talking, the static overcomes the audio, and you can't make out what they're, they're saying anymore. Um, Leela looks around um, and approaches a guy who is giving out samples. Um, I don't, what, what is on offer today? This is uh, it's a shrimp. <laughs> shrimp sample. Um, As you look confused, he uh, he looks you up and down. And Paul, what you see is what looks like a human, but not completely human. It's a bald, human-looking figure with a, a dirty white apron. People with no hair, definitely not human. Definitely not human. Will Smith, uh, not a human. The thing that's very different about this humanoid is that he only has one eye in the middle of his face, like a cyclops. Okay. <laughs> Perhaps a cyclops. Perhaps a cyclops, but not huge like a regular cyclops. Oh, I got it. Cool. He looks Leela up and down. He says, uh, welcome to my ramen house. We have a special kind of soy sauce in today. Would you like to try some? Uh, Leela perks up and says, only if it is organic. Oh, I hate this ramen. <laughs> You're, You're not, not here. <laughs> Everyone gets one. Everyone gets one. He looks at Leela for a second and he gives her a thumbs up. And he starts to lead the two of you behind the counter and into the kitchen. Paul, do you follow? Yeah. I'm just going to stand here with these hot, sweaty people (laughs) eating soup. (laughs) If you wanted. No, I'm going to (laughs) follow. In the kitchen, it's even hotter than it was in the dining area. You see these three pink aliens with six eyes and four tentacles. They're each cooking on stoves with these big pots, and they're yelling each other at each other in Kalanese. This Cyclops dude... Wait, 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 wait. Huh? Huh? I'm not fluent, I should say. Paul is not fluent. Uh-huh. But I could do maybe a culture check to see if I pick anything up, or is that not how that works? You can try. Go for it. Uh, a 12. At 12, you're pretty sure that they're talking about a sports game that happened the night prior, and one of them is very upset because he thinks that the other one owes him money, and the other one is refuting that. Just guys doing sports, bros being bros. <laughs> so the Cyclops leads you to the back corner of the kitchen to a shelving unit that has pots and pans uh, you know, all over it. He moves the shelving unit away from the wall to reveal a hidden hatch door on the floor. He reaches down and opens the door. The opening on, on the floor is uh, like 5 by 5 and has a stepladder leading to a basement area. The Cyclops dude gestures down into the basement. Uh, you can follow me, Paul, please. Great. Long for the ride. <laughs> down we go. Uh, I don't even know why we're here, to be honest. To see Raska. I, I'm, I'm in, like I'm good for it, but none of this means anything to me. She is my contact for getting information about potential leads. You said you needed more information about s- some woman with magic? Okay, great. Tereska. As you descend the small staircase, you're in this hidden basement room that's dimly lit and it's filled with boxes. Uh, there's barely even enough room for you to, to stand in the room. Uh, it's 15 by 15. Because of all the boxes, there's barely enough room for you to stand. You don't want to touch any of the boxes because they all look very wet and moldy. In the back of the room, you can see a figure sitting at a small metal desk studying a data pad. Leela, you recognize this figure to be Raska. Raska, mon ami. Is that Leela? C'est moi. Leela, come here so I can see you better. Leela approaches. 
and gives a double Parisian kiss. Is Raska a Sharon? As you get closer. Oh, sorry. But <laughs> you do your job. <laughs> and Raska becomes more visible to you. You can see that Raska is a Patra. Oh. Which is a it's cat a alien. Yeah, they're new. She has white fur. She's wearing a brown leather jacket. She's of medium height. And her desk is covered with scrap metal and spare parts. The data pad she's reading is illuminating her face. And you can see uh, the light is reflected a little bit off her big yellow eyes. And she says, Lila, who is your friend that you've brought? Raska, I am pleased to introduce Paul. He is a new acquaintance who helped me in the liberation of the android you told me about at Disney's Destiny. Hi, I'm Paul. <laughs> well, hello, Paul. It's very nice to meet you. It's nice to meet you. <laughs> Paul, I thought we talked about this. <laughs> I just, I want one more go. Just one Are more try. you mocking me? No, I'm, uh, no. No, I'm teaching him how to do accents. Raska, pay him no mind. I'm working on my tray accent. I see. And Lila, you are so good at the accents. Oh, thank you, Aska. You always know exactly what to say. <laughs> Tension, sexy. <laughs> and how did your mission go? The android has been freed, Aska. I am ready for uh, a new assignment. Well, I have heard tell of some androids having trouble out in the diaspora. And if you wanted to help them... Well, obviously, Raska, I wish to help them. Then I would like you to help them as well. The Diaspora is a place? The Diaspora is um, a cluster of asteroids that is in the Pact World system. Okay, because it's also like a word. Yeah, it's like the asteroid belt that we have. Okay, it's it's like this... Diaspora is a real-life word, yes. This is an asteroid belt, is what we're referring to. Yes. Diaspora. I think that's the difference. Well, I think the asteroids are diaspora, and then the real thing is diaspora. I think it's always pronounced diaspora. Oh, I think that when I first or. read it, I read it as diaspora, and that's what I've just stuck with. Okay, great. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to sidetrack. Oh, it's good. It's a good question. Even the makers of the game call it diaspora. Lila, why have you brought this friend of yours to me? Raska, I thought that peut-être with all of your ears in many places... You could keep an ear out for anti-magic weaponry and pull anything else. My ear. <laughs> Hairball. <laughs> <laughs> My ears have heard many things. Why do you need to know about anti-magic? Because some people have stuff coming and they happen to also have magic which is just like a bit cheating I don't agree with that Raska I think what Paul is trying to say is that uh, someone owes him a debt of honor and he would like to claim it Leela I, yes thank you merci beaucoup je vous en prie I am always ready and willing to help those in need because I would like to make many friends myself. If I could ally myself with you, Mr... Paul. Mr. Paul, I would like to do so. I'm always looking to make more friends. Or any. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me, who is it you wish to kill? I think you must give the name, Paul. Her, her name is Celia. Celia. Mm-hmm. Does she have a surname? Is that a last... Yeah, I, I would know that. Anyway. Uh, yes, Celia Ambois. Ambois. Mm-hmm. It's a very wealthy family. And you wish to kill one of them and get into their... Oh, not just one. Who else are you looking to kill? Do, do you have a way for me to kill Celia? Paul, I, I assure you that Raska is most trustworthy. I'm just saying let's focus on one task at a time. I have a great many resources at my disposal for those that I consider friends. Well, I would love to be friends with you. So, yes, I, Celia must die. Paul, mm-hmm. I believe I can help you. And she starts to tap on her data pad. But first, I need you to 
answer a question honestly. Great. I'm a very closed book. She turns her data pad around, and you can see video footage from the basement of the Full Metal Tap Room. Clang, clang. Clang, clang. Nice. And she says, is this you? And it's you pouring, like, gasoline everywhere on and starting to burn oh, down the Full Metal Tap down. Room. I was like, I don't think so. Um, is it, what is anyone? <laughs> that would be my answer, Raska. <laughs> she says, do not try to lie. Why are you asking a question when you have video footage? I want to hear it. Oh, yes, that is absolutely me. They tried to kill me and my crewmates, and they are also a gang. So we killed them instead and then burned down their establishment. And I work there, technically. I'm a manager, so I sort of have the right. So you have a vendetta against the Swiss Army gang. No, we sort of cinched that up. I bankrupted them. I did my honor killing. And according to the news, they're pretty much extinct. I mean, there's probably like still a few floating around, but... I have heard the news of Desna's destiny. Was that your doing as well? Mm-hmm. Not me alone, but yes. Would you continue to work against the Swiss Army gang? If it got me closer to killing Celia, absolutely. I think it may. I can help you find this person, Celia Embra. I, it's not so much the finding, it's the it's the slashing in a fatal way. You know, she's just like such an attention person. <laughs> Let me ask you another question. Mm-hmm. Somewhat recently, the Swiss Army gang had something stolen from them. I'm not sure what it is, but... I know that it was being held at the full metal tap room. Clang, clang. <laughs> Do you have any information on this item? I'm going to go ahead and roll for bluff. Say what you want to say and then roll for the bluff. Well, she's talking about the green orb. She doesn't know what it is. She just said she, she didn't know. She knows something. So, so I know she's talking about the green orb. I have, No, I don't know of anything that was stolen. All right, give me your bluff. 21. Nice. And she says, uh, that is uh, too bad. I am looking for the people who stole something from the full metal tap room. Clank, clank, clank. My former employer is looking for it, and I would keep it out of his hands at all costs. Who's your former employer? You may know of him. He is a powerful at least very uh, influential with finances. It goes by the name of Jim Tasselhoff. Jim Tasselhoff? That is correct. And he's looking for something that was stolen from the Full Metal Tap Room. He had hired the Swiss Army Gang to steal something from Chimeratech Industries, and I believe that this... Cedric had found a another buyer. Do you know why he was after this object, Raska? Jim Tasselhoff cares only for money. If he wants this item, it would be to sell it to the highest bidder. It must be quite valuable. I know that he has sent someone from the Crimson Company to ascertain these thieves. Uh, who, Who is he sent from the Crimson Company? That I do not know, but I could figure... No, I have a suspicion, thank you. Very well. But Rasko, what can you tell us about Celia? Celia Embra, I know, is the COO of Embra Luxury. Her, any personal information about her, I do not know. I know she attempted... Amda and graduated Baroness of the Crucible, and I could look into her further if we were to become friends. Well, then let's be friends, because I simply must be going and getting back to my crew. They're, um, they're expecting ramen. Rommel's ramen is very good. What can we do to prove our friendship, Raska? Jim Tasselhoff has a pet that he keeps here on Absalom Station. If you were to murder this Ruffles, as he calls him, <laughs> I think you could win my trust. 
That is not so hard, Paul. Yeah, that sounds great. Great. You are comfortable killing. When you say pet, do you mean like, do you mean like a person that he calls a pet, like a daddy? No, I mean a creature. Is it like a creature of lower intelligence than sentience? It is, yes. Driven a, by primal urges? A creature that he feeds people to. Oh, yeah, then fine. Totally, I'm down. I think we are fine with that. Yeah, no problem. Very well. And Raska, before we go, I just must ask if you have heard anything on the name Delwirt. Lila, I am always looking out for the name Delwirt. I do not know who is concealing him. Del who? Delwirt. Delwirt. D-E-L-W-I-R-T. Oh, thank you. I apologize. I assumed the two of you were friends and you were aware of Lila's situation. I had explained a little my history, but had not named the half-orc who kept me captive. He is named Delwirt. Uh, yes, I gathered. D-E-L-W-I-R-T. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> and Paul, if I may ask you... You seem to know about magical people, or at least be... Heard of it. ...interested in them. Would you happen to know why two Hexton sentries have been scouring Absalom Station for the past two weeks? Uh, no. I know they're looking for something, I just... Generally when you scour, yeah, you're looking for something. Well, I would like to know what it is. You know, maybe just a a true passion. Maybe they've been living their life through magic and realized, ugh, you know? Hmm. Well, Paul, if you do find out anything about what was stolen at the Full Metal Tap Room... (laughs) Please do let me know. I would very much like to keep it out of Jim's hands. You you got a friend in me, Reska. Very well. See you later. See you later. A la prochaine. They start walking up the stairs. As you turn around, there is a bolita hanging from the floor in your face, and he has a Red Nova rifle trained at your head. A bolita is a centipede alien. Come on. Yeah, they're fucking nuts looking. (laughs) Also, Paul hates insects. I know. (laughs) And he says... Hey, I'm glad you guys didn't try any funny business while you were down here. Ditto. All right, have a good day. And you as well, Banya. Hey, uh, see you later, Leela. Banya or Vanya? Banya. Banya. And you guys are going to head back to the ship? We go. We pick up ramen. We pick up ramen. Pick up, we got to pick up <laughs> pick ramen. Pick up the ramen. And then we we just back. got the call from Kriana. So after you guys get back into the kitchen, that's when you get the call from Kriana, just for the, like, the time. time yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Then we, we just rush home. Full of news. Cut to. We are in the rec hall. Is that what it's called in the in the terrapin? What's the, the mess hall? The mess hall. There you go. We were just in the kitchen, right? Well, it's it's we like there's like hall? a dining area Ooh. in the kit built yeah. into the kit. Ritzy. You've seen Serenity, right? That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah that's what it's like. It's like that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly it's like, like a little that. Nook. Yeah. A banquette. You're all sitting around the table. You've got uh, boxes of, of different ramen uh, out. You're all sharing with each other. We have Quib's foot up on an extra chair <laughs> with some pillows. Hello. I do not get the appeal. Where's the meat? It, it, it's No, there's meat. It's in the soup. It, yeah, you just... It looks like a bowl of octopus titties. Oh, but there's oh. chunks of meat Those in Those are it. noodles. Yeah. It's gross. I'll eat yours. I need my strength. Everyone I know, we're just focused on food, have a nice <laughs> meal... Just a quick update. We have um, uh, an assassin after us who's highly trained, uh, and then as well two two magic guards who are just like running around Absalom. And we also have to kill a big creature. So how is everyone else's free time? Oh, that's magic it, huh? guards? What magic guards? I'm so sorry. Am I to understand that you did steal this item that <gasps> Raska asked you about, and the assassin she said was after all the thieves? Oh. Is in fact after you? You Good know job, what, Leela? You are a quick. St- oh, am I the one who wanted to take the extremely old green orb? No, wait, wait, wait a minute. We took it for a job. She is not supposed to know about that. Uh, Leela's family. <laughs> we do not know anything about her. <laughs> I think we have to kill her. <laughs> 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 Can I hear that? Yes, it's, it, we're all sitting around a table like this. No, but I was very quiet. <laughs> wait, wait. Can, I roll, for can I roll for stealth? <laughs> you roll for stealth, and you roll for perception. 
Quip has also hopped up on a lot of drugs, so she may not have been very stopped. <laughs> she messages Leela back. <laughs> Get it hopped up. Hey. hey. I have a 31. Oh my god. Oh, well, I don't know. she didn't hear. You're not going to beat that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if you're going to beat a 31. Well, since we are here, that is a good question for you. Is it Leela? Uh, yes, my name is Leela. What uh, exactly are your motivations? What exactly are my motivations? Why are you here? And a roll sense motive for that? <laughs> um, well, I have joined your company for the time being after we broke out of this casino. I got that. What I don't understand is why are you still here? Um, Paul and I have struck up a friendship. We are joined together for the time being as we pursue mutual objectives. A friendship with Paul is not a friendship with all of us. It's true. I quite agree as you keep telling me that I am not real. I would not consider us friends. I misspoke. I, I admit I misspoke. I called you a trash can, which was rude of me to say, and it was also un- it wasn't accurate. Trash cans have a purpose. Hmm. Wow. Yes. Wow. Hmm. Jesus. Yes, Paul. Um, you, I have given my vow of friendship to, and I will honor that. I do Thank not you. necessarily admire your compatriots. Large Veskman, keep talking, and we'll see what happens. <laughs> If I keep talking, things could happen. How about you both shut up? Does no one care about the assassins and magical guards? That's exactly what we're talking about. I care about the breach of security. Does anyone care about my cool new gun, which clearly works, (laughs) and Quib just, like, points to her foot? (laughs) Yes, Quib, it works. And, and like, uh, without even realizing it, Karana, like, taps her foot that she just shot. (laughs) Sorry. Fine, fine. We will deal with the problem, but I want you to know, Leela, I will be watching you very closely. That is of no interest to me whatsoever. So this pet that we must kill for more information. Ruffles. Ruffles. They, uh, so, okay, so here's just a quick rundown. Yeah. Uh, we have ended up with the orb. Sorry, Leela, we have this orb. It's old. And we're it's... just telling her now. I believe... Oh, I'm sorry, we're just going to whisper like, around the table? That's so rude. A, we can ask it to wait outside. Oh. fine. Listen, cat's out of the back. Just sorry. tell her. I did. I didn't think about that. You're right. Tell, tell her what it is. What? Do you want me to send her to the bathroom? No, it's fine. Like, what she I'm... has to use the bathroom. Listen. Well, <laughs> it's right here. Um, I don't see how that is an insult, as it makes me a more efficient being. I am listening to you, Captain Kriana. We went to the full metal taproom. Clang, clang. Thank you. Just around the table, officer eating. She's like, crying, crying. <laughs> we went there. Mm-hmm. We fought some people. We freed someone. Mm-hmm. And we retrieved... <laughs> Paul just bites. <laughs> we retrieved an orb that we were told to retrieve after it was stolen from Chimera Tech. Unfortunately, due to other circumstances, we weren't immediately able to return it to Chimera Tech. And when we contacted them, we did not get any response Mm. somehow we still got paid for retrieving it and where is this orb now we know where it is is it dangerous as we know right now it's (laughs) old and it's not gonna hurt anyone we are researching we don't know about that second part captain well we know it's not hurting anyone right now well if people would stop fighting long enough i could use the book to research it oh my god Anyways. Uh, Anybody else going to research it? Nerd alert. In an attempt (sighs) to learn more about the orb, we contacted one of Kobach's contacts at Hexton University. Ended up being a terrible decision. Mm -hmm. She knew nothing. Not only did she not know anything, she sent a lot of muscle after us. Which is probably the centuries. Which is the centuries in question. So Kobach's judgment was... um... Flawed. L- less than... Mm. Oh. I would say I'm surprised, but I don't think sarcasm comes across in my tone. It's a defect of androids. Yes. Maybe it's a virus. So we have the sentries, and then we have someone from the Crimson Company. Which I can only assume are associated. Oh, where did you get all of this information from? Okay. Was it at ramen food restaurant? Today was a big day for me. I made two friends. <laughs> Good for you, Paul. Thank you. From a contact of mine, if you must know, Monsieur Kobach. And who is this contact? You need not know. <laughs> oh, it's Reska. It's okay if you forgot, Leila. Her name is Reska. <laughs> don't feel bad, Leila. He kind of just tells people everything. I don't. I find his uh, vulnerability charming. He's like an old refrigerator. He can't keep anything. Hey, Paul, watch out 
on the floor for all those beans you spilled. <laughs> what? I don't, I no. don't see I any. I would hate for you to trip and fall. I don't see any beans. It's it's next to the cat that was in the bag earlier. What? Don't worry about it. I don't it. think Paul gets any of this. <laughs> yes. like, cats? What cats? Now that we are all caught up, Captain, may I suggest that we go kill this pet as has been suggested to keep this gym tassel half off of your back? But that the only I don't believe no, but that's the same thing. Well, Jim Tasselhoff has a member of the Crimson Company after us. I have reason to believe it's a very well-trained teenager who, with a bad attitude and good hair. All right. <laughs> um, is there a reason why you suspect this? Just a thought. <laughs> but then, Raska, if we kill Jim Tasselhoff's pet named Ruffles, then she'll be friends with us and she can tell me more information about a personal goal. But all of this just feels like delaying. Like, I want the orb not here. We have to figure out what it does. It is very important. Yeah, it seems like it's a dangerous thing to be in anyone's possession at the moment, from what little we did learn at Hakazem. I guess maybe we should split our focus and one of the focus should be to try to understand or, or get an understanding of what Private the orb is. Finally, we agree on something, Monsieur Kovac. You can go with your books. I will go get things done. <sighs> I would like the orb <laughs> to be in a way that cannot be detected by other magical means. Perhaps a concealment spell? Yeah, or can things get through your robes? Like if it's... This is a very powerful orb. I, I don't know if I can contain its magic. It was... Right. When you tried to sense it, it was just everything. First of all, we need to get some way of concealing that orb. I agree. Because I believe those centuries haven't left Epsilon yet because they sense that it's here. And if they find us with it, it would be very difficult. We will be no match for them. Oh, and Mark Harrison is totally taking credit for everything we did against the Swiss Army gang. That's probably fine. That's fine. It's it's fine. We can stay low about that. He deserves it. He. Yo, maybe we don't need a you know like our faces and our names blasted out of the news right that now because uh, we try to keep a low profile. Also, I have a feeling he knows that we're the ones who did it. I was just complaining. It's fine. It is often good to have friends in high places. Exactly. Sometimes good to have friends in low places. Mm-hmm. But never true. middle places. Pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. We need to conceal that. We should probably kill this pet. So everybody has the orders. Take a nap. Have a martini. Heard. Wait, what is the pet? Its name is Ruffles. It is... I, I question... What kind of creature? Don't know. It's big enough that it eats people. Sounds like that should be fun. I agree. It should be... No? Oh, you don't want to try out any of your new skills? I'm excited. It's like... A, well, it'll be like a hunting trip. We have no idea what it is. We don't have any hounds. We should get some hounds. I do not think we require hounds, merely many weapons. It's just more fun with hounds. You know, when you pick a favorite and then they all run in the woods. Oh. Once everybody leaves, Kobeck has something to say to Leela. Oh, a private world? All right, so after everyone has shared the information of the day, everyone has retreated to their quarters, going to sleep for the night, hoping to rest, recover some more hit points, yeah. I think heal some foots and some faces. So we all just back <laughs> at max? No, 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 no. Oh. Max stamina, yes. And resolve? I, and resolve. The HP doesn't come back from a rest? No, the HP comes back one point a day. <sighs> But if you're, like, lying down and resting and not doing anything all day, you get two points a day. Oh, my gosh. So slow. Is there a way to boost that like more? healing items. Yeah, healing items. So I would have Some to buy something. Healing serums. Yeah, you're going to have to So we're taking this next serums. day off for all of us to get two HP back. Yeah, let's do that. Let's. Are you okay with that? Oh, um, that's fine. I, I, my, my HP is fine. I was only lacking. <laughs> yeah, we're on, fine. It's we more, I'm, I'm asking your character more. Um, <laughs> um, yes, if we need to regroup before we continue. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize... She was the priority here. Exactly. Felt like... I appreciate your hospitality, Captain Creana, even if it is not shared by your teammates. Oh, I'm sorry that you don't care if we have any health left in us, but, you know, whatever. But let's make sure that you're comfortable. Hmm. Night falls. The lights in the Terrapin are dim. The Terrapin Mm. is in power saver mode right now. (laughs) ASMR. ASMR. Kriana and Kobak both bump into each other as they are both headed towards uh, Leila's room. <laughs> so, uh, I should who should go first? You, you know, you can go. It's, it's fine. fine. It's, it's not. It's not pressing. <sighs> so, 
Oh, um, normally people knock, do they not? <laughs> normally when it is their room. But it is not your room. <laughs> you are a guest. A guest, if you will. She's in one of the two guest rooms. And now this is a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to come and uh, relay something to you. You don't know me or where I come from, but these people have become special to me. The toilet, the monkey man, and the ex-stripper. I care about them. They are my family of sorts. And I will not let anyone come and harm them. So if you have anything other than good intentions, I'd like to remind you that magic beats technology every time. Mm. I admire your loyalty, Monsieur Kobach, but I assure you I have no ill will towards you or towards your compatriots. However, I do think I could take you in a fight. Oh, I guess that is always a possibility. Or you could always be, I don't know, melted down. Hmm. Perhaps you will learn to speak with me with some more respect after we have spent some time working together, no? <laughs> I doubt it. Look at how I talk to them. Good night. Good night. Jesus and Christ. then Kobach leaves and Kriana goes in without knocking, or...? Before Kobach leaves, he knocks something over in her quarters. What does he knock over? A lamp, and then walks out. <laughs> he knocks some shit over and leaves. What a... <laughs> Just like... <laughs> what a very large child you have on your team, Captain. Yeah. His name is Paul. <laughs> Damn it, you beat me to the joke. I'm sorry. Oh, that's all right. You're not here! Not, right. You're not here! Teddy Duxman. Paul, Miss, uh, do you have a last name? Um, no, it is just Leela. Samsung. <laughs> it's Leela Samsung. <laughs> Leela Samsung I, I, Galaxy the Third. I, I was going to say, I thought Galaxy was her last name. Samsung was Galaxy her first. Galaxy the Third. Yeah, there we go. Samsung's my middle name. <laughs> her maiden name. Listen, well, I appreciate everything you did for us back in um, back at the casino. I completely understand your mission, wanting to uh, free your people. That's a, quite a noble cause. We uh, aren't the most trusting of folks, if it's not clear yet. I just wanted to know how far you plan on going with your mission. There is nothing more important to me than the rescuing of life from slavery and oppression. I understand that um, I am not the easiest person to warm up to. I was not programmed with much in the way of um, social decorum, as I was built to be a bodyguard. However, I do respect and admire your crew, Captain, and will help you if it means um, if it means con- continuing my passion of rescuing people in danger. Well, we're here to help you. At least I am. I thank you. As I've learned earlier, I can't command my crew to do much. Paul's just massaging his jaw somewhere. (laughs) (laughs) But do me a favor. You're becoming kind of buddy-buddy with Paul. It's good. He doesn't have a lot. (laughs) He's been through a lot. Watch his back, since he doesn't want to wear the armor. That I will happily do. Thank you. You have a good night. Bonne nuit, monsieur. My armor is friendship. (laughs) (laughs) You're not here. (laughs) He just said it to himself. My armor is French. (laughs) French robot. (laughs) The camera pans and and fades to different shots throughout the throughout the ship we see that Liza is in the cargo hold lying on the ground starting to nod off to sleep we see Quib massaging her foot in her room we see Paul typing on his data pad furiously looking through articles online we see Kobach meditating floating above the ground ooh starting to go to sleep and we see Leela is repairing her arm with a screwdriver. We cut to Kriana as he takes off his hat, and the the moat of Solarian energy is hovering above his head, almost like a halo of sorts. He winks out the light, takes off his jacket, lets it just fall to the floor, 
and lets gravity take hold, and he falls face first into his bed. And that's where we're going to end this episode of the Tableverse podcast. That's good. I like that. That was really good. Paul has still not showered. The goop is still... (laughs) I just realized it. (laughs) Well, that's what you can do in our day. (laughs) Thank you for listening to this episode of the Tableverse podcast. The crew of the Terrapin will return next week. If you like this episode, please consider leaving us a review and rating on iTunes. It'd really go a long way to help other amazing people, such as yourself, to find the show. If you'd like to keep up with us between episodes, you can find us across all social media platforms at The Tableverse. The Tableverse podcast is a Tim and Jester production. It is hosted by Justin Harris. You can find him at Chairs Harris. The podcast is edited by Jeffrey Duke and Justin Harris. Quib is played by Allison Klemp. You can find her at Allison Klemp. Powell is played by Connor Gallagher. I'm him. We are at Connor Said What. Gobunk is played by Quinten Lamar. You can find him at Quinten Lamar. Captain Justus Kriana is played by Jeffrey Duke. You can find him at Jeffrey Duke. Original music for the Tableverse podcast was composed by Jennifer Rowcamp. You can find her at jenniferrowcamp.com. Original artwork for the Tableverse podcast is illustrated by Liara K. Crane. You can find her at liarakcrane.co.uk. Until next time, remember... Never say goodbye to anyone at a party. It's Nadine.